The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. In those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that the whole world should be enrolled. This was the first enrollment when Quirinius was governor of Syria. So all went to be enrolled, each to his own town. And Joseph, too, went up from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth, to Judea, to the city of David that is called Bethlehem because he was of the house and family of David, to be enrolled with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. While they were there, the time came for her to have her child, and she gave birth to her firstborn son. She wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn. Now there were shepherds, in that region, living in the fields and keeping the night watch over their flock. And the angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were struck with great fear. The angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I proclaim to you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For today in the city of David, a Savior has been born for you, who is Christ and Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find an infant wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was a multitude of the heavenly host with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest. And on earth, peace to those on whom his favor rests. The Gospel of the Lord. Merry Christmas. It is a great joy to be with you all. This evening, as we gather to celebrate this Mass at night, And before getting into a homily, uh, we've been asked to read a letter from Bishop Conley to the clergy, religious, and lay faithful of the Diocese of Lincoln. A joyous Christmas to you. I wish you well this Christmas as you gather together with your families, your friends, and your parish to celebrate the birth of our Savior, Jesus Christ. During this challenging year, the Lord has invited us to a deeper faith, trust, confidence, and hope. He is the only one that can make sense of our struggles. Christmas reminds us that he became little and humble for us so that we might come to know him as our merciful Savior who shared our earthly existence. One great sign of hope this year is our celebration of the witness of St. Joseph. As Pope Francis said in Patris Corde, each of us can discover in Joseph the man who goes unnoticed, a daily, discreet, and hidden presence 
an intercessor, a support and a guide in times of trouble. St. Joseph reminds us that those who appear hidden or in the shadows can play an incomparable role in this history of salvation. Your own Christian witness to the importance of prayer, the beauty and dignity of human life, and fidelity to your vocation are great gifts to God, your brothers and sisters in Christ, and to the world. God's grace is evident in your willingness to share in the work of redemption. I trust you and your loved ones to the care and intercession of St. Joseph as we celebrate the birth of Jesus. Please be assured of my prayers for you and your families, especially in the holy sacrifice of the Mass. I remain sincerely yours in Christ, James D. Conley, Bishop of Lincoln. I was so happy that it was Christmas finally this morning. It wasn't quite Christmas, but I was anticipating a lot, I think. It's been a really good Advent. It's been a crazy Advent. It's been a crazy time. It's been a crazy time for all of us. And I think personally, our Lord just really put on my heart the need to be open to him and the need to be obedient to him and, and, and just to trust in him. And, and it's been a long time coming, you know, because sometimes I think as priests we can stand up and we can just say, you just have to trust in God. And people can be like, Father, my life is falling apart. What are you talking about? And, and oftentimes I've been like that too. And... Um, And I've been searching for, like, what does it actually mean to, like, entrust myself to our Lord? And, and I'm learning. And this morning, I got up really early, and because uh, I'm on this new 5 a.m. kick, and I get up really early. And, and I came over to church at about 6.15, and, and it was beautiful to see there were, there were several of our parishioners here that do adoration every single morning. And, and they were here, even though there wasn't a 7 o'clock Mass. And, and so I came in, and I was sitting in back of church, and, and I was thinking to myself and all of the craziness of it, that probably somebody thinks there's still confessions this morning. And, uh, and sure enough, I went back to the confessional, and, and, and a couple of people came in who hadn't been to confession in a very long time, and they just sort of like wandered in this morning. And, and that was just a huge gift from our Lord to be able to be a witness to that. <clears throat> because in a very real way for, for those people, and I don't know who they are, it had been a long time since they'd gone to confession and they came and like our Lord was there to meet them. And it helped me to reflect on the fact that we're all called to just like be ready for our Lord to come to meet us in whatever way he comes to meet us. And that's what we celebrate today, the fact that God came into the world in order to meet us. And he came into the world in a really unexpected way. You know, in a really unexpected way. So the people of Israel had been waiting for a Savior for centuries. They've been waiting for a Savior. And, and many of them thought that they knew what that Savior would look like. 
And some of them thought that that savior would be a political savior. Or some thought that savior would be a great king. And I imagine that there were certain people who were always looking for them and they were, and they were watching people and they were thinking, maybe that's the guy. Maybe that's him. Maybe that's it. And then on this one particular day, a child is born and placed in a manger because there's no room in the inn. And, and he's born into like poverty. If you go to the Holy Land, into the place that's historians say is the place where Jesus was born. It's like a cave in the middle of a field. And then this angel appears to the shepherds who are just out kind of minding their own business. And they announce to them this great news, this good news of great joy. And I'm sure that these shepherds weren't really like, well, like that's it. Because it doesn't make any sense. And there must have been a sense of great wonder that they had. Because certainly they weren't expecting the Messiah to be born among them. They weren't expecting to be the first to hear this good news. And yet, the Lord came to meet them in the midst of their everyday life, in the midst of their poverty. Our Lord came to meet them, and it changed everything. And this multitude of angels sang that song that we sing at the beginning of every Mass, and and we haven't had it for the whole Advent season. Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. And these shepherds were favored by the Lord. They were chosen by the Lord. To bear witness to this unexpected way in which God entered into the world. And there must have been great wonder in that. And so for us, too, we find ourselves, as every time we celebrate Christmas, it's a time of renewing that sense of wonder, that sense that the Lord entered into the world in this unexpected way. And he enters into each and every one of our lives also in an unexpected way. And when we allow that to happen, it's then that we're filled with that sense of wonder and that sense of awe. And we realize that the only thing that matters is this person. The only thing that matters is this person. And one of the most amazing things about Christmas, I think, is that the whole world sort of stops because of a person. And that's an amazing thing. Everybody stops because of this one person that changed everything. 
And sometimes we can give these like curmudgeonly homilies where we say, well, it's all commercialism, da 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 da. <clears throat> but I think it's interesting that like even the commercial world, they all are doing what they're doing because of this person. Because God became man in order to be among us and experience everything that we've experienced. And he did that so that we could be like him, so that we could share in his life, so that we could know his joy. And one of the greatest gifts that we can have in our spiritual life is is this gift of I don't know how to say this. Some of my friends call it suspending our expectations. Of not, not expecting exactly where or how our Lord will show up in our lives, but just trusting that he will. And recognizing that there's something new. And right now, in a particular way, we, we get to approach our Lord from a place of poverty, from a place of longing, from a place of wanting. None of us right now lives the, the life that we really want to live. Because of everything and all the craziness that's gone on in the world. And it's in that poverty that our Lord wants to encounter us. That our Lord wants to enter into our life the same way he entered into the life of those shepherds. In order to change the whole world. And if that's really true, if he really did that, then he can enter into our life in order to change our lives. He can enter into our parish in order to transform our parish. He can enter into the church, into the whole world. Today is the day that the Lord fulfilled his promise to make everything new. And that's where... We find our hope. We find our hope in that. Our Lord did come to make all things new. And so as we celebrate today, as we celebrate tonight, and in the coming days, the birth of our Savior, let us pray that, that we have that kind of novelty experience that we come to recognize the new thing that he wants to do in our own life, in our own heart. That we never fail to notice the unexpected ways that he communicates to us that he's here, that he's walking with us, that he loves us. And that that song of joy may always ring in our hearts. That we may find that peace that he bestows on us because we are favored by him. 
because we too are his sons and daughters.